Hello, Angel. Welcome back. It is so good to have you. Thank you for being here. And welcome to another episode of the Holistic Honey podcast. I don't know if you've noticed, but the last episode, if you listen to it, I didn't add my usual like intro, which is like the sexy music, the sexy vibey music, me talking, the introduction, and I kind of just like cut straight to it. Um, And I've done the same this episode. I feel like I just wanted to change it up a little bit. Um, And, you know, I would love to hear if you're missing the sexy vibey music. As some of my listeners have said, they call it like the baby making vibe, the baby making music. That's what it's all about. So if you're missing it, let me know. But really, again, I just want to kind of jump straight into it. So... Today I'm going to be talking about burnout. This is the B word that a lot of people I think avoid talking about and a lot of people fall victim to it and they don't actually realize and it's often not normalized. So I want to talk about the scary but doesn't have to be scary B word burnout. But before I jump into it, I wanted to just let you know about something extra special that I have launched and I'm offering in early or to mid-May, and that is my new program, The Tune In Project. So it has been a hot minute since I have put together a group program and one that I just felt so fucking passionate about. And The Tune In Project kind of needed to land when it did. It needed to hit at the right time and I feel like it just struck me like lightning and it's feeling fucking good. (laughs) So the tune in project essentially is here to help you get out of your rut and back into feeling yourself again. So this is going to be a four week group program. It is really a reality shifting journey and we're going to be moving you from a state of stagnancy, disconnection and burnout to just embracing a more mindful, balanced and connected state of being. So if you are someone who feels you've been navigating or you're coming off the tail end of just a period of low self-esteem and feeling really disconnected from yourself, burnt out and just kind of like you've lost your spark, This is where you want to be. So this is an opportunity to really be held in a safe and supportive group space with like-minded women who simply get it. And I've spoken about this on my Instagram story. If you're someone who's navigating these periods, this is a time where we often might actually feel really isolated and lonely. This is when we need to actually lean into connectedness the most. So this is why I've made this journey a group program. And in these four weeks, I'm essentially going to be sharing with you the most proven, practical and pivotal holistic practices and tools and resources that I have personally come across for myself in my own journey, but also for my clients, those practical tips, tools and practices that are genuinely going to help you come out the other end. So I always say it's one thing to have the awareness that we're moving through burnout, we're not feeling ourselves, we're feeling uninspired, without our zest, all of those things. It's one thing to have that awareness, but it's another to actually apply tools that are going to work and help us come out the other end. So if you are interested, I'm going to leave all of the information in the show notes and I really hope to see you there. That is the tune in project and we are kicking off mid-May. And as promised, guys, let's get into today's episode. We are jumping straight in today and we are talking about that B word, burnout. It is something I feel 
most of us, many of us, if not all of us have been through. But if we don't really know our red flags, if we don't know exactly what it is, if we don't know how to prevent it, I feel like it's kind of inevitable or we might kind of just brush past it and be like, I'm just tired or I just went through a rough patch, right? So in today's episode, I really want to go through what exactly is burnout and the characteristics and really kind of taking a closer look at what I like to think of the checklist of burnout um, and starting to also look at the physical, emotional and behavioral symptoms. And then we're going to delve into some burnout prevention. So I want to quickly share just a little bit of a story about the past two times that have really stood out for me. Um, where I have gone through a period of burnout. So what I didn't realize before that I now know so clearly is burnout often happens in that process where we really just go from like thriving (laughs) and just like feeling good, loving life, you know, things are working out that process of going from thriving to just merely surviving and where things just feel like it's just in autopilot. And a lot of the time this happens when there's no connectedness or no synergy between our mind and our body. There's this disconnect. Often we kind of just have this go, go, go energy. We're getting shit done. And one day you're just kind of like, you might notice it and you're just like, I'm actually not really feeling good. And (laughs) Things don't feel easy and I'm starting to feel a bit resentful towards my work or I'm isolating myself. So it's often something that can be quite slow and insidious. And if we don't actually know the signs, you might notice that. So, you know, I did this Instagram post and I was talking about how it might even just be one day you're kind of just chugging along, doing what you need to do, kind of just scraping by in autopilot and someone takes the time to ask you how you genuinely are. How are you really? And whether you answer truthfully or you might lie, you just have this moment where you're like, I'm actually not doing amazing. Like I actually am struggling, right? Um, So this was a big thing I noticed through my burnout. So one of the biggest states of burnout that I went through was in my previous career Um, at the Department of Justice. So I've mentioned it before on this podcast. So I was working with high-risk criminals who were both in the community and in and out of prison. And it was a really fast-paced, very high-stress job. And there was a lot of energy exchange. And for an empath like myself, um, I didn't quite realize just how important my own self-care was in this process. Not only important, but actually fucking essential, right? So it was a mixture between me, obviously, like putting the needs of others first and, you know, putting all my time and energy into helping others and through that stage, not actually helping myself and just kind of ignoring my own needs. It was a mixture of that, but then also my mind, body and soul trying to kind of like let me know that the path that I was on was past its use by date. It wasn't lighting me up anymore. I wasn't feeling inspired. I was actually feeling fucking drained mentally, physically, just spiritually. It wasn't good, right? So what I like to see it as, and at the time I didn't realize it was just this push-pull fight between what my soul and what my body were trying to communicate to me versus what I was trying to rationalize in my mind. So what I mean by that is at the time I was like, 
right, I'm in this job that I thought was meant to be a job for life. You know, I'm meant to work my way up the corporate ladder. I'm helping people. You know, this is all of the things that I wanted, right? Why does it feel so fucking shit? And why do I feel drained? And why am I feeling resentful towards this path I'm on? So obviously in hindsight, uh, my body was screaming at me to slow down and to rest and to turn inwards and actually take some time for myself. And I feel like I had a lot of shame around taking mental health days or slowing down or, you know, because it was a really busy, fast paced, hectic workload. There was also this narrative of, well, if I don't show up and do it, no one will. And then I've just got more shit to catch up on. So I'm sure you guys can relate to, yeah, a period in your life where you're just like, even though my body's telling me I need to slow down, I just got to keep going. Right. And I've said this before, your body always has a really fucking loud way of letting you know that you need to slow down and tune in. And it has a really loud way of letting you know that this discomfort that you're experiencing is here for a reason, right? So for me, it started to look like, honestly, like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, kind of just a big breakdown. Um, I was so isolated from my friends and things I loved and I was genuinely just in survival mode I got to a point where I actually didn't even really recognize myself and I remember a really pivotal moment where I realized that this just was not my path and this was not serving me and this was not healthy was I remember I was like vividly I remember this I was having a shower and I was thinking back to who I was before I started at this job And I remember thinking, man, I was like so bubbly and just so sociable, so out there. You know, I've always been a people person, really trusting of everyone, like all of this really fun, loving, light energy. And then I started to kind of compare that to who I was in that moment. And I was like, I am so cynical and I'm so not trusting of people. Granted, the work I did, I was working with some really complex people and, you know, cases and personalities and all of that. So, you know, granted, but I just had this moment where I was like, holy shit, I'm just not the same person. Like I don't recognize myself. That bubbly person that used to like, you know, make people laugh and crack jokes and, you know, make new friends. Like I just feel like that part of me was completely shut off and it just was not there. And it was a really dark place. I'm kind of getting emotional talking about it, to be honest with you, because firstly, I'm getting emotional because I've got so much compassion towards that past version of myself that was just doing the best that she could, but was also just so resisting what her soul was calling for her to do. And there is just so much conditioning there around, you know, this this guilt and shame around slowing down, stopping or even speaking up and saying, I'm not doing OK and I need support. Right. So that was my first instance of burnout. Well, not my first, probably, but the one that stands out the most. The other one kind of more recently that stood out for me and it was similar patterns was the start of last year and I haven't really spoken about this much on this podcast and I will probably do an episode on it when it feels right but me and my partner booked in to go to a holiday to Byron Bay and to Mullumbimby and it was meant to be our complete just like disconnect little like you know fucking beachy island vibes 
And it ended up turning into an absolute scary nightmare. So essentially we got caught in the New South Wales floods. Um, Our Airbnb completely flooded. We were stranded there. We were pretty much living off rations and we had no power, no water, no reception um, for quite a while. And it was really scary. And it was a time where I genuinely actually didn't think that we were going to come home. Um, So... I remember coming back from that holiday and, you know, we get back from holidays and you're just kind of like, well, obviously I'm meant to feel super recharged and ready to go because I just got back from a holiday. And as you can imagine, I was fucking cooked. (laughs) I was so not okay. And in hindsight, I looked back at my patterns and my pattern was let's just push through. Let's dive into work. Let's try get back to normality and just push through, right? And essentially what happened is I put this pressure on myself to just keep working and to see my clients and to keep my business running. And I didn't allow time to actually stop, turn inwards, sit with myself, face what happened and just take the time out that I needed. I did not give myself that time. Right. And what ended up happening is I started to notice those red flags and those signs of burnout. And it just came in waves of just exhaustion, disconnection, just feeling like I lost my spark, starting to feel resentful for having to show up for others when I didn't know how to show up for myself or looking after others. Like I said, when I wasn't looking after myself and for me, they were some of my signs. So I wanted to share those two stories and I would love to hear if this is something you can relate to or maybe something you might've been through that you didn't realize was burnout or the early stages of burnout. But I want to get into, I guess, the definition of what burnout is. So burnout is essentially a state of mental, emotional and physical exhaustion due to long and excessive periods of stress. It is often characterized by feeling emotionally and energetically drained, overwhelmed and unable to meet your usual demands. It's the feeling of having nothing to give and it only gets worse when silencing your body's cries for rest and recovery. So what I want to highlight is burnout leads to really like a reduction in productivity and we start to feel quite resentful and cynical. So like I said before, I started to notice these comparisons when I thought back to who I was or what my baseline was. And I think it's always important to know what your baseline is. If you are usually a happy, healthy, you know, happy-go-lucky, productive person or whatever, if you start to notice that you are so not that, if you stray from your baseline, that's when we can start to notice, okay, maybe something's going on. Maybe I need to start to turn inwards, right? So when we're burnt out, you'll notice that you find yourself with just little motivation and just a lack of interest in your usual responsibilities, like your work life, home life and relationships. So in regards to home life and relationships, a really big thing that I notice for myself and I speak to my clients about this a lot is you start to kind of just disconnect from relationships out of just sheer survival mode, right? So what might happen is, you know, for me and the work that I did previously, I had a lot of compassion fatigue. So there was so much compassion and energy going into helping others that by the time I got home, I had nothing else to give. So if I needed to show up for my partner or he needed me for something, I just wasn't emotionally available because I was, again, just in survival mode. So that's a really, really common sign as well of burnout. So what I want to go through now is a little bit of a checklist to kind of see, am I burnt out? 
Or you might not potentially feel burnt out now, but you felt called to listen to this because it is something you know you might be prone to. You might feel like you're kind of circling the edges of it. So let's go through what that checklist is. So the first one is essentially every day kind of feeling the same. So low moods, you're kind of feeling like there's that autopilot. And I've mentioned that autopilot before. It's just kind of like, I'm just doing what I need to do to keep my head above water, right? The other thing is you feel exhausted most, if not all of the time. So your energy levels and your motivation are just fucking out the door, right? You might naturally be super energetic, but you're just like, mate, I just want to fucking curl into a ball and go to sleep, right? You might even notice that you're sleeping more as well, which is a big one. The other thing is your care factor for work life, home life and relationships feels really difficult or it even feels, sounds a bit like harsh, but like a bit of a waste of time. You're just like, mate, I don't have capacity for this because I'm just trying to work out what the fuck's going on with me or I'm just like needing to be a bit selfish here because, you know, I just don't have anything to give. Another thing is your usual tasks feel really overwhelming, maybe mind numbing and like a difficult chore. So when I got back from my holiday and I got stuck in the floods, there was so much trauma and just a lot that had happened that I hadn't even processed. So when I noticed that I just tried to dive straight into building my business and, you know, working with my clients and all of that, I realized that really quickly it started to just not feel easy and good and fun, which is how it used to feel. Like I love my business. I love my clients. I love everything about it. But in this state of burnout, I was just like almost resentful. I was like, I have to do this. I have to show up, not I get to, right? So that's something you might notice as well. Also noticing your outlook on life, it starts to become just more negative and cynical and you often feel like nothing you're doing is appreciated or makes a difference. So I have got some clients who are coaches and if they often get to the state of burnout because they're neglecting their self-care, they're not looking at the signs, they're constantly go, go, go. I start to notice that even in their language and the way they talk about what they have to do and what they should do. It's just more of a negative, cynical outlook. So, you know, if you're a coach, you might relate to, you know, in the online space, it might be really negative and cynical about the impact you're making. What's the point? Um, You know, the industry saturated or like whatever it is, it's just starting to like forget your why and your connectedness isn't there. Your connectedness to your sole purpose and what matters to you and the long game, it's just not there. Right. So that's another sign. And lastly, you just genuinely feel disconnected from your usual social supports, um, hobbies. And you notice that you start to socially withdraw because the last thing you want to do is be showing up in a group capacity because you just don't have it in you. Right. So these are some really telling signs that you're feeling just disconnected from yourself and you are probably going through a period of burnout. Now, in regards to the symptoms, so let's have a look at, I guess, the physical, emotional and behavioral symptoms. So in regards to the physical symptoms of burnout, like I mentioned, exhaustion and fatigue, lowered immunity. This is a really interesting one because when I was burnt out in my previous role um, and there was a string of times I was burnt out, it was kind of like, okay, I feel better. Actually, no, it's still there. I haven't dealt with my shit. 
Um, I was getting sick really often, which is very unlike me. Like I fucking eat garlic like it's going out of fashion. I'm pretty fucking healthy. Like I don't get sick often, but I was sick all the fucking time, right? Um, Headaches and muscle pains, change in appetite, change in sleeping habits, anxiety, low moods, um, really struggling with concentration and hypertension is another one as well. So there's some physical symptoms. In regards to the emotional symptoms, it's things such as a sense of failure or self-doubt, a loss of motivation, like I said, negative and cynical um, about just everything. (laughs) We're not really optimistic. We're not positive because we're just downright drained. Uh, A decrease in your sense of accomplishment, decrease in your sense of satisfaction, feeling detached, lost, alone, and difficulty putting in an effort, right? And behaviorally, you might notice that you're withdrawing from responsibilities, you're withdrawing socially, you're procrastinating and struggling to make decisions. There might be some moodiness and irritability, which is a big one. You might just notice you're really fucking snappy, right? You might be skipping work, coming in late, leaving early, using substances or just like escapism. So drugs, alcohol, food, sex, TV, um, just to genuinely, you know, numb out, right? So they're the physical, emotional and behavioral symptoms. So what I want to go through now, I guess, is a bit of burnout prevention. So before doing this, I want you to start to just recognize what your warning signs are. So taking a moment to think about what are my red flags and my triggers when I'm not doing well or when I'm straying from my baseline, what does this look like? How does this feel? Awareness is key. So if we know our triggers and we know, okay, um, if I have got really high expectations of myself or I don't know, like, I'm not taking regular breaks or I'm not resting. I'm not taking that holiday every, you know, few months or whatever. Like that might be a trigger for me to be super overworked or whatever it is for you. So starting to know what your triggers and your red flags are. The other thing when it comes to burnout prevention, guys, is reach out, talk to someone you trust and ask for help from professionals that can actually assist This is something that took me a while to do. And it's funny saying that because I'm a counselor, I'm a therapist and a coach, Um, but it took me a while to reach out. And it, it only really kind of struck me that I needed to reach out when I was like, wow, this feeling's not going away. Um, And this is a really big thing as well. Like we can acknowledge that we're not okay, but if we're not actually trying to implement tools or talk about it or, you know, have that openness, it's really hard to move through that, right? So reach out, ask for help and just talk about it, right? The other thing is boundaries, 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 boundaries. (laughs) When you say no and you push back, like this is us saying yes to ourselves, right? And you've probably heard that saying before. If you don't have capacity, you can't fucking do it. (laughs) So really starting to think where and with who do I need stronger boundaries, right? Boundaries is a big one. I think when I think back to my previous job and the burnout I experienced, I was taking on a lot and I just was telling myself, well, this is just what I've got to do. And there was options, you know, I could push back. I could say, you know, I don't have capacity for another client or whatever it is. So starting to actually think like, what can I push back on because I don't have capacity? They are your boundaries. 
Another thing is to decompress. So what this means is taking time out to genuinely rest, recharge and develop some coping strategies that are going to work for you. So if we don't actually take the time to decompress, we are just go, 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 push, grind, hustle, get shit done, avoidance, bang, 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 bang. (laughs) And we're not taking any time for stillness or for breath or just time out to fucking do nothing, right? So starting to notice your patterns of avoiding sitting with yourself or avoiding resting or the patterns of shame you might notice of, oh, I feel guilty or, you know, shameful for taking time off. And reminding yourself that if I don't take time to rest or recharge, it will lead to burnout. It might not happen straight away, but it is inevitable. So I often say when it comes to decompressing, even just at the end of the day, I like to call it self-reflection before disconnection. I might have had a really big day and a lot has happened. I'm going to take some time to reflect on my day. And then I'm going to disconnect by, you know, having a bath or doing whatever I need to do. But creating that time for self-reflection and actually holding space for what you've been through or the difficult conversations you had or the challenges, the triumphs, the difficulties, whatever it is. If we don't have that self-reflection, then us decompressing is just going to be us avoiding. (laughs) So the time out to rest and recharge should be kind of married in with a little bit of time of self-reflection. Um, just to kind of debrief, right? The other thing, and this really goes without saying, is self-care. So practicing and prioritizing self-care and making it a non-negotiable. This was the biggest thing for me. And, you know, this was a massive catalyst for the work that I ended up getting into and why I was so passionate about holistic healing and wellness and well-being is because I saw what happens when there's a lack of that when there's no self-care when there's no acknowledgement of mind body soul I saw where that leads you to and this is why I feel so passionate about talking about burnout with you is because I've seen what happens when we don't have self-care so prioritizing and practicing it as a non-negotiable is a huge one remember with self-care and I will do another podcast on this but with self-care It's sometimes just us celebrating just the little things that are our non-negotiables. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. It could actually be part of my self-care and my non-negotiable is brushing my teeth at the end of the day (laughs) or like having a shower in the morning or having a shower when I get home from work to wash off the day. Things that are going to help us look after ourselves and come back to ourselves and to wash off everything else, right? And like I've already mentioned, connectedness. So prioritizing your relationships and not underestimating the healing effect of human connection. Like we are fucking humans. We need to connect with others. Without connectedness, like it's really lonely and it can feel really isolating. And like I said, a really common thing that I've noticed is when we might start to notice that there is that burnout or it's starting to creep in, we start to isolate ourselves. We might just like up our screen time and cancel plans and not see friends and all of that. So having your special little group of people, even if it's just a few people, one person who you trust, who makes you laugh and who you can just be real raw and vulnerable with, right? 
So I just want to kind of recap those little burnout prevention things. So we've got recognize your warning signs, your red flags and your triggers. Reach out to someone and ask for help from a professional. Boundaries, know when to say no and push back. Decompress, take the time out to rest, recharge and develop some coping strategies. Self-care, making this a non-negotiable and connectedness. What I want to finish off with is another, I guess, burnout prevention tool or something that you can delve into. And that is, shameless plug, my new program, The Tune In Project. (laughs) So you've heard me speak about burnout really passionately and I feel so fucking passionate about it because I've been there. It is terrible um, and it is really at the forefront of the work I do. Disconnection from self and how we can reconnect after periods of stagnancy, low self-esteem, burnout. And this is exactly what the Tune In Project is. So it is a four-week group container commencing in May. I'll post out some details closer to the date if you join. But essentially, it is me sharing with you the most pivotal, pivotal, what is that? Pivotal, (laughs) practical and powerful holistic tools and practices and resources, things that you can do to help you move from burnt out, stagnant, uninspired to feeling motivated and yourself again and empowered and connected and mindful. Without these tools and practices that I'm going to share, it's really hard to shift your shit It'll be easy to acknowledge, okay, yeah, I'm burnt out or I'm feeling disconnected. You might even be able to have that awareness from what we went through today. But what we are going to go through is going to be absolutely fucking gold. It is going to be such a supportive and empowering space with women who just get it, right? And this is, like I've spoken about before, connectedness. Uh, We're really going to be diving into the thoughts, the beliefs, the patterns, the triggers and the attachments that actually keep us stuck and in a rut. I feel like when we shine a light on these things and we understand what it is that we're kind of doing that's keeping the pattern going and keeping us in a rut, only then we're able to kind of like break the cycle and shift our shit, like I said, and turn to more helpful ways of being. A massive thing with burnout is Once you acknowledge it, it's having that openness and that willingness to try new things. Often we might try things that used to work for us, but based on where we're at, you know, we might need new things. It's that kind of thing of old keys don't open new doors, right? So the tune-in project is going to be fucking incredible. I already feel the energy of the women that haven't even entered this space. I've had a few people sign up and... It's kind of just been that energy of like, hallelujah, this is what I was waiting for. Where has this been my whole life? And I promise you, this is the energy we're working with. So if you are interested, it is the TuneIn Project, four-week group container commencing mid-May. I hope to see you there, guys. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Much love, be well, and speak to you next time.